0: Now, my guest today is Hilika Townsend, and she's the founder of a new organization called Rebicycle. And Rebicycle Wellington upcycles donated bikes and turns them into safe bikes for people who need them. Uh, some of the new ki- new Kiwis to New Zealand who've been resettled as refugees in Wellington have benefited from Rebicycle already. And it's just a great organization that prevents old bikes from going to landfill and helps people stay healthy and fit and connected to the community. So, Hilika, thank you for being on B-Side Stories. Uh, Welcome. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. Let's summed that up perfectly. We don't need to talk about it anymore.
0: (laughs) And we're done. (laughs) Um, So just tell me about the kinds of people that might need a bicycle who come to re-bicycle to get themselves some wheels.
1: Um, Well, it started out, we... um There was a post on Facebook uh, from a volunteer worker for the Red Cross and she was helping a um, family um, They were refugees from Syria and had settled in Wellington. So she was helping them uh, settle in and wanted to get them a whole bunch of stuff, including bikes. So a friend of mine um, and I, we uh, decided to team up and see see what we could um, get. Um, We both had connections in the cycling community, having done frocks and bikes and a few other things together. And so we managed to get um, quite a few donated bikes, and we thought, hang on, we're on to something here. Um, So we decided to kind of take it a little bit further, and um, so since that first family we've helped um, a couple of other families, Uh, we've also got a um, bit of a kids' bike library, which at the moment we've got, I think, eight bikes out on loan to different schools um, around Wellington, um, so that... Their kids can take part in cycle skills um, sessions. Um, these are schools that might not otherwise, you know, the, the kids that go there might not otherwise have their own bikes. Um, and it's really hard to teach them if they're having to share bikes constantly. So, so we've got a few bikes that we lend out for that sort of thing. Um, and at the moment I've got, I think, two or three other families and also a community group. Um That are taking some uh, teenagers out mountain biking who are after some bikes, so we're kind of at the stage now we've got we've got a lot of bikes um we've got people who want them. We need to somehow put the two together and and fix them up so there's there's a bit of work to do to um yeah to make that happen
0: okay, so f- tell me about the the Facebook post um What was it about it that captured what you thought w- could be a demand for something wider than just one person needing a bike?
1: I, th- I think it was just good timing. Um, I, I'm sure there's been posts like that before which hadn't, haven't caught my eye, but I'd been doing some research uh, for the Regional Council and also um, uh, part of a project for the um, Transport Agency and looking at all the kind of different initiatives and uh, kind of... Um, things that are happening around the country, around New Zealand and also um, in Australia and other similar kind of countries, um, countries that have similar transport issues, I guess, as as New Zealand does, and just trying to figure out what it was that, you know, what things happened that helped to encourage people to walk or bike or use kind of active modes of transport. Um, Obviously, you know, we can't all keep... Driving cars as our population increases. Otherwise, we're going to have to get rid of all the houses to make more room for roads. So, we, you know, we need to encourage people to look at other modes of transport, and particularly kids. Um, New Zealand's got, um, you know, some shocking statistics when it comes to um, obesity, child obesity, and uh, diabetes, things like that. And one of the things that that is really obvious is that kids aren't biking or walking to school anymore, um, for a lot of reasons, and some of them fair enough, you know, parents don't think the roads are safe. And, you know, I've got a couple of young kids and I, I tend to agree with them. But we should be working to make the roads safe rather than, you know, working to make the roads easier to drive to schools to. So that's that's one of the things that I really wanted to encourage after doing all that research was, you know, get, getting more kids walking and biking to school. Um, and I noticed that a couple of other places around the country had... Uh, some kind of scheme like this. Um, Auckland's got um, Bikes for Refugees. Uh, there's a bike kitchen up in New Plymouth, I think. Uh, Christchurch has got some really cool um, things going on. I think Ice Cycles and I think Rad, Recycler Dunga. Um, so they've got some <laughs> cool things going on around the country. And Wellington, of course, has got Mechanical Tempest and and those people are great. They've been going for quite a few years now and they've got a great setup in Arroa. Um, where you can go in and they'll they'll help teach you the skills to fix up your own bike and they've got parts and sometimes they've got whole bikes that you can um, go and fix it up for yourself and, and there's something really cool about that because you have a sense of ownership when you fix up your own bike. You know, there's a lot of pride that goes into that along with all the work that you put into it. Um, but there, for people who have just come to... Wellington or people who maybe don't have the time, you know, who are working quite a lot. And also for kids, that's not an option for them. So we thought we'll, we'll make it a, a bit easier for them to, to get on a bike.
0: Yeah, absolutely. T- tell me about, you talked about a, the bicycle kitchen. Is that like an, Is that like a library type? You, you kind of can take out a bike on a loan? Or is that more of a mechanical tempest?
1: I think it's, it's kind of like somewhere in between what mechanical tempest is doing and what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a workshop usually, um, <laughs> and um, I think there's there's one that's just opened up in Auckland as well, actually, which is uh, support, supported by the council. Um, and they they're, they're doing what we're doing as well. So they've got a workshop that people can access, and they've also got you know a drop off place for donations, so people can drop off their old bikes there, and then they're going to sort those out and be able to give them back to people in the community who might need them. Yeah. So it's yeah, I guess it's combination so if, if we we team up with mechanical tempest then uh, we could make a bike k- kitchen yeah. which is space it might yeah, happen
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow so it sounds like oh huh, a lot of services popping up to try to get bikes out to people who need them and how did you go about um getting re-bicycle going um what's the story of how you started it
1: um it just grew really rapidly to be honest uh so that Facebook post that's kind of kicked it off, that was back in June or July, I think. And um, over the course of July, we got lots of bikes donated, and then we had a bit of a fix-up day with um, a few other people from the local cycling advocates. Um, Sustainability Trust, they got on board and um, let us use their space, and um, they're also one of the drop-off points. They've been really supportive. And then Wellington City Council got on board, um, and they gave us uh, a couple of boxes full of brand-new hel- helmets, uh, which was great, so... Um once we kind of realised that this was something that could continue and could be kind of sustainable in, in the long term, we, we set things up properly and, uh, you know, we, we're now a registered trust and we're on our way to becoming a charitable trust. Um, and we've applied for grants, a couple of different grants, and um, we've got some funding from Wellington City Council and also from the NECO Foundation. Uh, which is awesome. So that's going to help us um, with a couple of projects that we're working on, um, and also just all those little bits and pieces. Because you can give someone a bike and a helmet, but um, you know, one of the people who we gave a bike to um, was an older gentleman who um, had, you know, spent his whole life in service. Doing, I think he was a volunteer fireman and a bunch of other things. And the, his bike was his only mode of transport. He didn't have a car anymore, and his bike got stolen. So it'd be great to give him a new bike and a helmet, and just leave it at that. But that, you know, we, we thought actually what he really needs is a good lock. So it's, it's those extra bits and pieces that you know the funding that we're getting helps because um, you know we we get lots of bikes. We even get some helmets, but um, things like locks, pumps, tools, um, and lights. Um, the council has funded um, a bunch of lights for us to give out to people, so that they can actually really get use out of their bikes.
0: Yeah, that's critical. Um that's um yeah, good thinking. A lock is a very good thing to have in Wellington and lights and um maybe some wet weather gear? Have you considered that?
1: Just uh, speaking
0: from a cyclist's point of view.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm a fair with a cyclist, to be honest. Um yeah, uh Water's never hurt anyone, right? <laughs> it just dries.
0: That's right. Yeah. You, your skin's waterproof. You just yeah, shake it off.
1: Exactly, yeah. I'd be more concerned about the wind, to be honest.
0: That's true. Hey, you talked about um, doing a bit of, uh, do, doing a bit of cycle training for kids in schools or lending bikes to kids in schools who can learn cycle skills. But if they don't have bikes of their own, why do you think it's important for them to learn cycling skills?
1: yeah oh, that's a good question. um I guess it's it's one of those things you know, as a kid, um I went to a really low decile school and there was you know two things that all the kids at that school had um everyone had a bike and everyone and we had a school pool, so everyone learned to swim um and I think those two things are you know really important skills for kids to learn um there's there's so much that kids get out of cycling beyond just being able to ride a bike um for a lot of kids who aren't. Um, great achievers in class you know they might be good at at the sporty stuff and and maybe not even the the team sports but they might be really good at biking and it's it's a great way for them to gain confidence um there's there's heaps of other advantages i mean they they learn a lot about spatial awareness and about um you know how they move around and kind of uh risk uh, managing risk and that sort of thing um so it's just it's, it's great skill for kids to have plus it's just a lot of fun um, there's a great programme uh, which uh, started off a few years ago, Bikes in Schools, which is bringing bikes into schools, um, and that started off up in Hastings. Um, and I think there's, they're in about 65 different schools around the country now, and that number's growing every month. Uh, Wellington's got another three or four that are being built this summer, um, and there's, there's more popping up all over the country. And it's, it's a really cool programme where they... Put a um, bike shed with 50 bikes, different sizes, in the school. Um, they build a bike track and they have a little skills track. So you know, there's there's a bit of a challenging track as well as a big loop track, so kids can kind of ride far and get some exercise. And it's it's been you know great for the kids in these schools. They've seen um, the kids get healthier, more confident, um, and just the general well-being increases. Um, there's even some research that says that kids who walk and bike to school. Um, Actually, do better at school, so they're they're more able to learn if they've had that l- little bit of fresh air and exercise um, in the morning. So, one of the projects that we're working on is for the kind of inner city schools that they don't have the space um, to build a bike track. We want to um, put together a bike trailer. So, we've got a grant out at the moment, or an application to a grant at the moment, to buy a bike trailer. And we've got we've got quite a few kids' bikes already, so we're going to fill that trailer up with bikes, and we're going to build a what we're calling a bike rodeo. We've got some funding for that as well, so it's going to have, you know, all the all the fun stuff that you, you kind of still want to do as an adult, and I'm sure we're going to get some adults on this thing. Um, you know, the jumps, the ramps, the seesaw, which, um, you know, which I, I've seen quite a few adults chicken out on that, um, and just, just lots of, you know, bumpy things and things to go around. Um, we're thinking we might get a bucket of wet sponges so that on a hot day, you know, we'll we'll have a whoever's not on the bike uh, gets to throw wet sponges at kids and, yeah. you know, just just to make it fun. And we're hoping that we can take this to community events, um, especially in kind of the inner city areas and the eastern suburbs where um, there's, you know, there's lower decile schools and a lot of people living in council housing and stuff don't have room for bikes necessarily, maybe can't afford them either and don't necessarily have um, anywhere nearby where they can ride them safely. So that's, that's one of our projects is just to yeah create more more opportunities and more fun yeah for kids.
0: that's such a cool idea and it's I, I, I really love it because i i feel that making cycling fun and exciting is is one of those things that kind of ingrains you with a feeling of joy associated with biking and then if you enjoy jumping on a bike that becomes part of your life for the rest of your for the rest of your life you always think of that as an option for getting places
1: absolutely yeah yeah I mean, I lived out in the country as a kid, and we were on a 100k you know road, so um but it was it was relatively quiet, and I had friends down the road and so when I was finally old enough to be able to you know ride my bike down to my friend's house, um, I could go visit her whenever I liked, and you know and we there was a little kind of grassy bit and a drain and a bumpy bit, and you know we'd uh, challenged me and my sister would challenge each other to go down the steep side of the bumpy bit and <laughs> You know, we had we had lots of fun, fun on our bikes, you know, as kids, and and you know we we still do. Um, so it is. It, I mean, I still have a sense of freedom when I ride my bike, which you don't you don't have in your car. Yeah, sure.
0: I wanted to talk a little more about how re bicycle works. Like, where do the bikes come from, and then how do they get fixed up so that they're safe to go to the next person?
1: Um, we've had donations from all over the place really. Um so once we kind of got going and started getting quite a few donations, we I decided we needed some kind of drop-off places that were kind of easy for people to get to. So we've got um there's four different bike shops and the Sustainability Trust. Um so we're kind of scattered around town, um, where people can drop bikes off for us. Um and where they're coming from, we've had we've had some really cool stories. So uh, I ride. They have this really cool deal where if you've bought a bike from them, a kids bike, and your um, child has outgrown it, they'll um, give you a discount on the the next size up um, as a trade-in for the old bike. So they've given us some bikes which have had you know maybe one or two years use. So they're still really really good quality, beautiful bikes, um, and uh, it's kind of a customer loyalty thing for them, I guess. So um, the customers come back, they get a, a good deal on the next bike, and they know that they're. The bikes that they've traded in are going to a good place. So, um, we've got some cool works from them. Uh, we had there was an article in the paper uh, when we first started out, and we had a young girl um, bring her bike in. She was due for an upgrade, but she had a bike which uh, looked like it had barely been ridden. And she took that into um, into Berks and Coberney, and um, you know, told them that she wanted to give it to give it to a child that really needed a bike because she she didn't need it anymore. So that was, that was really sweet. Um, we also had, you know, they've had uh, families come in where, you know, the whole family's had an upgrade in bikes and so we've got a whole family's worth of bikes kind of right there and then. And, um, oh, the other, the other one that um, sticks with me is a, a doctor who was moving overseas. Um, he took his bike into Bicycle Junction to be serviced and when they called him and said, yep, it's ready, come pick it up, he said, oh, no, you keep it and give it to someone who, who you think needs it. And that's um, that was quite a flash kind of high-spec mountain bike, a little, little bit older, but it's still a really good quality mountain bike, freshly serviced. So we kind of thought, actually, this, this isn't kind of the market that we're going for. Um, if we you know, give this to someone to ride to work um, on, then chances are it's going to get stolen pretty quickly. Ooh, yeah. So what we've decided to do with that and said is um, we've put it on Trade Me and we're um, auctioning that off. Um, actually and that's I, that just went live yesterday so we put a one dollar reserve on it and it's I think it's up to four hundred and fifty dollars now so that means that you know with the money that we get from that bike we can buy the parts and and the tools and things that we need to fix up some other bikes so yeah we've we've got about I think we're getting close to a hundred bikes have been donated now um, and about 25 have gone out um, so it's been a combination of uh volunteers um, mostly from CycleAware Wellington and also from uh, Mechanical Tempest who have helped us fix them up. Some of the ones that are in pretty decent condition um, and just need the tyres pumped up, that's that's something I can manage. Um, <laughs> that's, that's my specialty. I pump up tyres and I put bells on them. Um, <laughs> very
0: important things to do have done. Very, very important.
1: important, yeah. So, um, yeah, we've, we've got quite a few bikes out and I, I think I've got a wait list now of about 15 people um just this this week have come in who who would like a bike so i think we'll need to organize another fix-up pretty pretty soon
0: wow so you you mentioned that auction and i want to plug it while we're on the air as well so this 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 nice flash mountain bike that's on trade me that's raising money for re-bicycle right now and uh, uh the auction closes on monday is that right yeah
1: it'll close next week monday
0: Okay, yeah. and it's up to about four hundred dollars, but still a pretty good deal for a flash mountain bike.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty high spec. I think I did a quick Google, and I think brand new they cost three or four thousand. Um, yeah. So, wow. yeah. Okay, so jump on
0: to Facebook and, and um look up Re Bicycle Wellington or the B Side Stories page has reposted it as well. Check out the auction on Trade Me for the for the bicycle if you need a bike or somebody needs a bike.
1: Yeah. It's it's one win really. You you know, you get a flash bike. Plus you get to feel good about giving money to a charity. So, you know, if you need to justify buying another bike, that's that's the way to do it, I reckon. You never need to justify buying a bike, no. You should always just buy more bikes. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> In plus one, that's the correct number to have.
0: So uh, you were telling stories of some of the people who've donated bikes, which is so neat, and I wondered if you had any stories from the people who've um, gotten bikes from ReBicycle Bicycle and where they came from and what their deal was.
1: Yeah, um, yeah so the first family that we worked with, um, they were, came from Syria, um, and they've been in a refugee camp I think in Lebanon, it's been a while since I've uh, spoken to them, so um, yeah. And they came over here. Um, they had two daughters who are at primary school and a son who's I think about four. So he's he's he- heading off to school next year. And the mother was um, pregnant and she's just recently had the baby. I think mm. um, they're all doing well. So um, they were quite keen. They um, to, to you know let the kids bike around. That um, the girls had ridden bikes in the refugee camp, and so they were quite keen to you know keep doing that. And um, and just use bikes to get around because um, you know they didn't want to have to spend too much money on petrol and things like that. The school was quite local and the shops were quite local, so they you know realised that they could just bike around the community. Um, so that that was awesome actually. The it was the first kind of lot, lot of bikes that we delivered, and um, when the girls got their bikes, uh, I think I arrived there just before three o'clock. So um, just after I got there, the dad went to, walked to school to pick the girls up, and so when they got home, the bikes were there. And, um, yeah, and they were so excited. And the oldest girl hopped straight on and she, she was off straight away. Uh, the younger girl, um, she needed a l- little bit of help. But um, how, how old was she? I think they were five and seven. Okay, little, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, still quite little. So, um, yeah, she needed a little bit of help getting, um, getting used to the bike. And so I was kind of you know, running around behind her on the lawn and just the sound of her giggling, it was just the the most awesome thing, you know. I almost get goosebumps just thinking about it now. It's just, you know, yeah, you you can't beat that. Um, Just a a little kid so excited and so happy with, you know, something which, you know, it's a second-hand bike. It's, It's of very little monetary value, really. But for her at that time, you know, when she had very little in terms of kind of positions at all because they came to New Zealand with just a suitcase and to, to get that bike and to be able to ride around and experience that, that freedom that you're talking about. And, um, yeah, it was just the most amazing thing hearing that giggle. it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That'll stick with me for a long time. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, do you think that
0: Wellington is a safe place to be riding around on your bike?
1: It's getting safer. Getting safer. Um, it's it's not. It's one of those funny things. The perception of danger, I think, is worse than the actual danger. Um, I mean, there's. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to do a little plug for pit already here because I I work as a pit already instructor as well occasionally. Sure. Plug away. And um, I actually started working for them after after doing a course. Um, and after doing that course, I felt so much more confident. I mean, I. Was in my late twenties when I, you know, first did that course, and I'd, I'd done some cycle skills at school, but I hadn't, you know, hadn't ever biked in a big city before, or I had, but not confidently. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd um, come back from biking around London and, uh, you know, dodging death a few times. Really, um, black cabs aren't too friendly to bikes around there. But um, came back to Wellington. I thought, oh, sweet, you know, Wellington's smaller. I'll be able to bike around here. Didn't really know what I was doing and um, uh, I wouldn't say that it seems scary but probably there were a few occasions that I kind of thought that someone, you know, someone could have given me a bit more space yeah, and I might might have told them that. Um, but, you know, once I did that pedal ready course and actually learned about kind of road positioning and communicating with other people and stuff, I actually got a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Um, And just knowing how you can make yourself feel a bit more comfortable and feel a bit more safe. Um, I mean, the number of accidents are relatively low. They could be better. Mm. Um, You know, there's still more bike accidents, um, more people getting injured on bikes than walking or or driving. So we've definitely got work to do. But overall, um, you know, riding a bike is a heck of a lot better for you than, than sitting on the couch and not doing it. Like, the, the health benefits of riding a bike, and, and also I think the mental health benefits, you know, the um, you know, just feeling better um, when you get to work in the morning, because the mornings I have to drive through town uh, on my way to work um, just, oh, you know, you arrive at work feeling pretty pretty grumpy with all the traffic and the congestion <laughs> and, and all that sort of thing, whereas when, when I'm on my bike, yeah, sometimes I get a little bit wet, but I arrive at work feeling feeling good and um yeah and relax which I think you know there, there's all those benefits which you know for me outweigh the any kind of perception of danger I mm-hmm. guess yeah
0: the i mean the other thing that people worry about when biking in Wellington is all the hills and mm. it, I don't find that to be an issue Personally, I find everything's quite close together, so it's actually quite a good city for cycling, despite having a few up and
1: downs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I spent a few weeks up in Auckland a couple of years ago, and um, Auckland's actually hillier than Wellington, um, I reckon. I, I was in Ponsonby and kind of uh, commuting to Grafton, so um, maybe, maybe I just got all the gullies, but I reckon Wellington's actually not too bad. Um, having said that when whenever I move house i I have a limit um, of 50 meters any house where I'd have to bike higher than 50 meters um to get into town <laughs> I just don't go there so so yeah. I'm pretty much stuck in the southern or eastern suburbs um, yeah uh, but that and that suits this suits me just fine I, I like I like those places but um. Yeah, but then there's e-bikes, and, you know, that's that's my my next N plus one. Um, it's it's going to be an e-bike. It's it's on the wish list. Coming down the track. Yeah, yeah. I think e-bikes, they're a game changer. Um, you know, uh, there's you see so many of them around, and I've been lucky enough to uh, borrow one from Switched On, and, you know, just cruising around the bays in the rain, into the wind, and you don't notice it. And you just, honestly, I, I think it's impossible to ride an e-bike without a smile on your face because you just... <laughs> Yeah, you have all the advantages of the freedom and not having to worry about traffic, without any of the effort, and you arrive at work, you know, no sweat, literally no sweat. Um, yeah, they're yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah, e-bikes. I I can't believe how many e-bikes I've seen just maybe in the past year. I've just started noticing them everywhere. They're definitely it's definitely
1: really growing in Wellington. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's. Become huge. I think you're right. A year ago, it was still really unusual. You barely saw any, and now, um, you know, I was teaching out in Mirama uh, a couple of weeks ago, and of the ten cyclists that I saw go past, I think three or four of them had e-bikes. So it's, um, although I think one of them might have been just been going doing laps around us. Um, oh. well, I saw her a couple of times. So oh. yeah, they're, <laughs> but they're, they're definitely um, definitely increasing, and and I can see why. You know, they're not, um, you know, they're cheaper than a car. And um you know once you've bought it, there's no ongoing costs, you know mm-hmm. I mean a little a service once a year or so might cost you a hundred dollars, but you're not paying for petrol, you're barely paying for the power mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it gets you every, everywhere you could possibly want to go
0: well that's the, that's there's no more excuses then it looks like Wellington is going to be okay to cycle in absolutely yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's getting better. The council's doing a lot of work to to make you know some new um New cycle lanes and things, and and I think I think they're they're doing a good job now. They've they've learned a few lessons over the past few years, and I think that um, you know they're going to move forward and actually make make some really cool improvements for cycling.
0: What kind of lessons do you think you? What what kind of lessons are you referring to? Because um, I have a certain cycle way in my mind that they might have
1: learned some lessons from. The one on Tower. No. on <laughs> 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 uh, I. I, I not gonna go there. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> no, it's um yeah consultation. It's really important and more than consultation engagement. Um, and it's, you know, it's really important that people feel like, you know, what's happening in their in their neighbourhood is something that they've been a part of. Um, and yeah, unfortunately that didn't happen in Island Bay. Um, but having said that, I think. The cycleway there is actually pretty good, um, and to be honest, I actually drive an Island Bay more than I bike, um, and I don't see any any real issues with driving there. Mm-hmm. There, are, there certainly are a couple of issues for, um, particularly for some of the residents, um, and those those need to be ironed out. And um, it's it's just it's all a learning curve. You know what what works really well in Europe um, might not work here. For certain reasons, um, you know, one of those is that arterial roads like the parade in, you know, a lot of European towns don't have street-side parking. They just wouldn't have on-road parking. Um, And that that eliminates, you know, one of the big issues that we have with um, putting in cycle lanes is, you know, where do you put the bike lane relative to the parking? Um, So there's there's lessons learnt, but, um, yeah, I I think we're, we're moving forward. There's going to be some cool things happening, I think, over the next few years.
0: Yeah, we're we're definitely on the right track, and the 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 new cycleway on the waterfront looks really cool as well that the that the council is plugging, um, and we've got great organizations like um, Cycling Advocate Net- Network who are um, out there making sure that by the time those kids in Pedal Ready or or those kids who are getting their bikes from re Cycle are commuting to work, there should be some nice cycleways for them
1: to be safe on. Absolutely, yeah, and I think that's why you know our focus at the moment is um, a little bit more on the eastern suburbs because that's that's one of the areas where you know they're, um, the council is focusing on putting cycleways in, in that area. So you know those are the kids that are really going to benefit. Um, also, it's flat, and really they've got no excuse. You know, so put in the good cycleways. We're going to you know Peter already is going to give them the cycle skills, and if they need them, we're going to give them the bikes. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we're going to see some fit, healthy, happy kids around there. So let's hear where people can find out
0: more about ReBicycle, and if they have a bike, how they can donate it, or uh, if they know someone who might need a bike, how they can reach out to you guys.
1: All right. Um, yeah. So we've got a website, ReBicycle.nz, um, and we're also on Facebook. Just uh, search for ReBicycle Wellington. Um, and you'll find our contact details on either of those. Um, we've got drop-off locations around Wellington, uh, Sustainability Trusts in the city centre, uh, I think it's Mid Cycles up in Karori, I-Ride, um, Bicycle Junction in Newtown, and Kil- and Kilburnie we've got Burke Cycles are all collecting bikes for us. Um, and, um, yeah, if you know someone who you think might need a bike, um, we're trying to kind of go through agencies at the moment because that cuts down on a bit of the admin for me, um, but you can send me an email and, um, and we'll see what we can do. Sounds good. Hey, thanks so much for coming in and
0: talking on B-Side Stories today. Thanks for having me. Uh, we look forward to seeing more recycled, upcycled bikes on the streets in Wellington.